after I came yes. out, though, has anyone confided in you, other family, friends? Absolutely. You know so many people. Absolutely. And what, what were those and, conversations? And what even, did you tell them? And even um, very recently, and it was um, at the gym, and it was like, how did you know? Did you know? How did you deal with it? And, you know, life is all about Because full disclosure, others. not everyone that I'm blood related to accepted that out of the game. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Um, but again, it just goes back to doing the right thing. Life is tough enough. Mm -hmm. Life is full of conflicts every single moment of our life. Um, and again, that's, that's what sustains us is relationships with each other. And, and I knew that you were going to have so many struggles and you still are with mm -hmm. everything. I mean, everyone does and i just wanted to accept you the way that you have accepted me the way your sister has accepted me where um you know you never ever said a derogatory word about well i wish i had the white picket fence with the typical family where you know it was tough like you said there there was always food on the table, um, but it was never a three-course meal. It was, like, I literally want people to know, like, Fruit Loops and tuna fish sometimes Ex was Exactly. The meal. And, and many times, that, I like, mean, peanut butter and jelly in the car, we changed in the car. But it yeah. was all about the quality of time. Mm -hmm. It was all about the quality of time. So, you know, a big, really a thank you to you and your sister because you helped me become the woman that I am. And... Failure was never an option for any of us. Hey friends. hey, friends. It's the Ryan Lecky Show. Welcome to the Ryan Lecky Show. And welcome back. I am over the moon to bring you to today's show and introduce you to my favorite. Yes, I'm going to say it. My favorite human on the planet, my mom in the house. Whoa, thank you. I appreciate that. Checks in the mail, right, mom? Checks in the no, mail. Checks kidding. in the mail. No, you left cash on the table. Got it. Wait, right? look, cash are on you the excited? Table. Like, this is your first big podcast. This is my first big podcast. I am not used to uh, TV or podcast. I'm used to public speaking, but this is different. Mom, you got this. Okay. All I right. feel like I should be closer to you. Okay. Okay. I love you. I'm so glad you're here. We All have a right. lot to unpack today because a lot of people, when we started the Ryan Lakey show, they're like, you know, it'd be a great podcast guest. Of course, people said our girl March, right? But they Absolutely. also said your mother, your mother, because the bottom line, I always tell everyone when you meet me, right? Sometimes people are like, wow, there's a lot going on there. It's like a happy yellow lab. And then I say, you have to meet my mother, who's like a happy yellow lab times 10. Right? Yeah, on steroids. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I always and then say when you meet it. my mother, then they're like, oh, now I understand you and why yeah. you're like nonstop and can't sit still. It's because I have a zest for life. You do. I love living. You I do. love every second of my life. you have a little life. pep in your step. I love it. So I think first and foremost, we have a lot to get to today into some stuff I wanted to talk to you about. And you really, I think full disclosure, you have no idea the questions I'm hitting you with today. Uh, right hand on the Bible, if I had one, I have no idea. So Are you I'm, nervous? Uh, yes, I'm ready to run out the door <laughs> because I know you. 
<laughs> and and I know that you're going to surprise me. Yeah, we yes. have a lot of surprise. But first and foremost, I don't want to bury the lead. I think the thing I am most excited about, why it was so much more accessible to have you on the podcast now, you have officially moved to Northeastern Pennsylvania. Yes, I have. And I'll honestly say I am loving it here more every single day. Yeah. And I, think I that, absolutely love it. The thing is, people have followed the story because even when I worked in, you know, my last career, right, I always posted about us visiting you when you lived in Florida, West Palm Beach, and mm -hmm. you, you, you know, spend time in Pittsburgh. Which they're getting a lot of tornadoes and rain. Yeah. That, so that's yes. going on. But first and foremost, like people often said, why would you leave Florida? Because everybody always thinks when you retire and you're like sort of partially retired, still yes. working. Yes, everybody's I am. like, oh, everyone goes to Florida. And then you came back. Why? To be with family. It's simple. To be with family, I love PA. I love the mountains of PA. I love our rivers. I love the people of PA. People have been absolutely wonderful no matter where I've lived. People are kind and generous, um, but there's just something special about our area. And just getting out in the community, I'm making so many friends and acquaintances and because you're like me you'll talk to anybody too exactly <laughs> rather even if they don't want to talk to we me. went shopping the other right. day and literally we walked out you're like that's my best friend i might have lunch with i met somebody else at the gym exactly you're always picking exactly. up friends and then we have and jobs yeah <laughs> friends and, and jobs friends and jobs <laughs> and i think there's some people out there who are like okay i'm good i have enough friends in life you and i are like who else can we meet exactly right exactly right? all right so you're mm -hmm. now officially in northeastern pennsylvania but here's the other thing that a lot of people don't know that i'm spilling the tea on right you you know invested in a house that'll be finished completed by like hopefully end very of May, excited hopefully end first of May, time june -ish right. of 2023 I mean, i'm living the american dream yeah. i'm so blessed yeah yes. so guess who has a roommate now though my partner matt and me yeah we have a roommate and it's her yeah, you're living with us. And I have mm -hmm. to tell you, like initially people were like, oh my God, your mom's moving in with uh, you. Initially, that's what everybody said to right. me too. <laughs> what? You're moving in with with your son? Yeah. Yeah, no. you And his partner? Yeah, you totally did. But uh, until your house was ready, it's not like you're living with us permanently. But I have to say, it's been great. Like there's days I I hope come my home. builder hears this so okay. he can move it along. <laughs> Keep it going. No, actually I'm having fun. I'm really having fun. But the blessing to us, like Matt and I will come home and you're like, I'm like, oh my gosh, the garage floor, you could eat off of it. And you're like, yeah, I just did that after I walked like 10 miles today. And then I did this job and then mm -hmm. I made new friends. Mm -hmm. But we, but we, I'm having fun. I'm having it. so much fun. And if I can ask you, like, even when you move into your own house and stuff and you take your little golden doodle Phoebe Rose with you, we love having her. Um, Please come back and still organize our Tupperware cabinets. And oh, all that. Okay. okay. All right. And everybody... Heard right. that. Absolutely. Right. I love organizing other people's stuff. So I have many things to tackle because some people said I would love to know your mom's thoughts on this or that. Mm -hmm. I think first and foremost, I mean, people, you know, who haven't known me when I was a kid, describe me growing up because you have the whole Ryan experience. And I wanted people to know, too, you have another child. Our, yes, your daughter. my beautiful, loving, gorgeous, intelligent daughter. Right. And my sister, Bridget, who I love and adore. But Bridget's kind of off the grid. She kind of stays out of the limelight and stuff. So Yes, she does. Um, She's very private. I think, too, really quick, before we get to some of the other questions, what, with her, what was her thoughts when you said, okay, I'm selling my place in Pittsburgh and Florida, and I'm going to move closer to Ryan? Was she mad? Because I think she wanted you a little... It's still, to She me, wanted me um, a little closer to her, but... Compared no. to the drive from Florida, I am a lot closer to her. And now that I'm only working, you know, two jobs instead of three and four, um, I can travel more to see her. And yeah. it's, it's a blessing. And I, you know, the grandchildren have been up and they're just the love of my life. 
And I think what I love, by the way, is when they rope you into like doing social media and you have to do a fit check and yes. you're on Instagram. Yes, and I love TikTok. teenagers. Yeah, I love and teenagers. they love you absolutely. They are, they just they have such a zest for life. And we're going to get back to your three and four jobs because that's a real story, especially with me growing up. But let's talk about my childhood. Give people the inside tea. What kind of kid was I like? I will honestly say you were incredibly creative and very gifted and into everything, absolutely everything. Um, you wanted, you were constantly exploring, you were, you were climbing on counters, you climbed on the refrigerator once. Um, and what was I notorious for diving into that really jacked up my teeth when I was a kid and it was fully my fault? Oh, well. Mm. The bathtub. Yes. No, I, I know that. I was trying to say it and not be like Mom, a negligent can, mother. Yeah, yeah. I was putting water in the bathtub. I was holding your hand. You were right there. And the next thing I know, you dove face first yeah. and came up and cracked your front tooth, yeah. which, of course, went through your lip and tongue, which, of course, there was blood everywhere. So uh, took you down to the emergency room at the hospital where I worked. Yeah, Felt lucky like for you. Full. I mean, you've yeah. been a nurse for 44 years, and we're going to come back to that. Okay. But that's the thing. I had a huge brown tooth for, like, many years of my childhood. Until because, it fell out. Because I couldn't sit still. And I think I mm -hmm. dove into, like, the bathtub a couple times. I you think. did. And yeah. you cracked the other side of your tooth. Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, I couldn't sit still. You thought my energy was crazy now. And then you were yeah. constantly falling, which children do. <laughs> and then the, the snaggle tooth, I called it, kept going through your tongue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It yeah. was uh, And at one point, I remember when I actually bit off my tongue because I was jumping. I was at a church, remember? and I jumped off of the top of I think a refrigerator or something and I like split my tongue in half do you remember that from my snaggle tooth it really wasn't in half but it was close to okay it. it was yeah it was bad you didn't need stitches could you time. imagine if I could never speak again <laughs> that would be a disaster <laughs> yeah. yeah yes yes all right so let's back up so like me as a kid right you know, you were a single mom early on with two kids. I think the thing, and I didn't see it then, but the older I got, and you always told me that. They're like, yeah, when you get older, you're going to understand this. Mm -hmm. I am still amazed when I look back at, and not only you, but single moms in general, single dads, single parents, right, right? right? What you dealt with and went through to make sure, obviously, there was food on the table. We had clothes to wear. We lived in a, in, in a safe space. We lived in multiple places, right, when right. we were growing up and stuff. But, I mean, afford, how did right. you juggle that? I remember, like, you went back to nursing school after you got divorced way back in the day when I was, like, very young. You a did, baby. You, you did that. Infant. You were you teaching were aerobics at, like, 6 in the morning because you got Correct. into fitness. And we got to come back to that because it's amazing. That was two jobs. Yeah. And then, you, and then you were back in school. Then you started nursing and everything. Like, how did you juggle it all? Because then you continued your education while you were doing it all. I feel like that's, like, 80 to 100 hours a week. Um, I will honestly say that with all the paths that my career has taken, it's been very challenging and very rewarding. However, being a parent has been the most rewarding and the most challenging role that any human can face. Um, and honestly, as a parent, single or you know otherwise, you just do what you need to do. You do the right thing. You put your children first and you do the right thing. Yes, as you said, there was always food on the table, but let's be quite honest. Sometimes. Uh, many times for supper, it was Cheerios. Or Fruit Loops and tuna fish. Yes, always grilled cheese and tomato soup, which yeah. I will honestly say, by the way, tomato soup is still one of his favorite, favorite things. I think that's cheese. what people don't see. Like they even see you now, right? People will see 
each other's success stories, but they don't know the backstory on how exactly. they got there. Exactly. And I remember like, right, like growing up and, and having her friends come over and they would go and tell their parents like, yeah, I'm going to Ryan and Bridget's house and Debbie's making us Fruit Loops and tuna fish. We yes. were, we were yes. broke at a time. We were we were broke many times. Yeah. Um, and I always say success is never measured at the top. It's measured every time you bounce when you hit bottom. Yeah. And um, I felt like a rubber ball at times, but I knew I, I had faith, I trusted and I believed. And I feel honestly that I had the two greatest children in the world. Yes, you were mischievous. Um, and but so I will tell sister. you, you did not put up with anything. Uh, nothing. Like Absolutely I remember, nothing. I know that nowadays, nothing. nowadays, maybe some parents be like, oh, I don't do like that. Like, I remember if we, grounded, you were grounded. We were grounded. For, oh, my gosh. Sometimes we got a little backhand, right? Like, like yes, you did. And that straightened us out. Yes, you did. Straightened yes, us you out. Did. If we had a bad mouth or we talk back that like, is correct i mean at the Spare time in the high rod, school spoil the child okay. <laughs> but at the time in high school like you know even when i was bigger than you like i mouthed off to you, you one were... time and it was like whoosh, and i was like don't mess with my mom yes i remember um that happened in front of the refrigerator yeah and i remember yeah. you saying to me i don't even like you and i said <laughs> You don't have. Yes, you did. (laughs) And I said, you and your sister was there. And I said, you don't have to like me, but you will respect me. Yeah. And you will respect the rules of this. Yeah. And I Mm -hmm. remember, by the way, coming back. So obviously you have a career in, gosh, nursing 44 years. We'll talk a little bit about that bedside nursing all the way to like healthcare administration and then getting your doctorate and teaching. I remember, though, gosh, I think it was middle school, high school. You would mm-hmm. get up at, gosh, 435, right? You would teach your extra aerobics class. This was aerobics back in the day. She had the Correct. belt and everything. Then you'd work all day at the hospital in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. Correct. Then you would drive an hour and a half to Pittsburgh, the, the University of masters. Pittsburgh, to go to school for your master's. This is before online classes existed. Exactly. You they would did drive not there. exist. You would finish class at, say, I don't know, 930 or 10, drive Correct. home. You'd get home maybe near midnight. Mm-hmm. You'd go to bed, wake up at five and do it all over again. I literally don't know how you did that. Um, and may I, I didn't may s- correct you? Yeah. Because I actually was up at 3.30 most mornings because that was the only time I had to study. Because <sighs> wow. when I wasn't in school, um, two nights a week, it was all about you and your sister, um, you know, taking you to your um, judo lessons your karate oh lessons gosh, yeah. uh your sister's track meets her swim meets and we did have homework. support of friends and family when people could chip in we should say that absolutely yeah absolutely and it takes a village to raise a child yeah. it does but it i really look back does. and i remember thinking that and it didn't hit me until i went for my phd my doctorate mm-hmm. at marywood university and I was working full time. And then I was, remember how many times I would vent to you? And I'm like, this mm-hmm. is literally another job. And it is I was another go- job. And I was going to bed at that time when I worked in television at 6 p.m. every night, getting mm-hmm. up at 2 a.m., then then work, then trying to do school in the afternoon. And I was lucky because I was at the time where you could do online classes. Mm-hmm. But it was a ton of coursework. And I look back and I think, how the heck? Because you had an hour and a half commute to the University of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. And then mm-hmm. you'd be in a class for a while. And you did that multiple Two times hours. a week. Absolutely for almost two years that's mom strength right there Mm -hmm. that's mom. that's a whole nother level that's a whole nother issue but you know what you don't really stop and think about it um you just do it you just keep your head down and you take one step at a time because sometimes when you pick your head up and you start looking too forward into the future you're going to stumble and you're going to fall so you just take your life one step at a time and you pray and you trust and you believe. Yeah. I think that the other stuff is 
what I was amazed by you with your career path, right? Companies change ownerships all the time, right? Exactly. And right. you realize when you were in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, right? Mm -hmm. You working in healthcare as a nurse, and then you thought there's more for me out there in the healthcare industry. Exactly. Your hospital mm -hmm. was sold, blah blah blah. But you grew up, born and raised, stayed in Johnstown your entire life. Very small I think this community. is what inspired me Very to say, yeah, community. this is what inspired me to say, hey, go try something in another city, right? A TV exactly. job. We knew mm -hmm. that was going to happen. Right. Um, what was that like after? How old were you when you left Johnstown, Pennsylvania, and you moved to Pittsburgh to work? Mm. Early 40s. So yeah, so so for 40 years you like same city, that was, same That town. was my life. Yes. Very very small community, loving community. Um, I thought I would um, grow old in that community. Mm -hmm. And long story short, things happen and things change. And I was quite apprehensive about change because people did not change in that community. No. You were born, right. you worked there, you retired there, and you were buried in the cemeteries there. And I want to say it was a great community. To it was grow a up fabulous in. Right. community, a very supportive community. Um, but what I always told myself is the road always goes both ways. You mm -hmm. have to take a risk, you have to take calculated risk. And I did. And I always knew, you know, the road goes both ways, um, as well as with my move to Florida. I can always come back. And, and I think that's what's cool, because I was always on your bucket list, like to get there and work there. Yes. And you did it. And you started and working it. in healthcare in Bradenton, then you moved to West Palm Beach. Exactly. Um, mm -hmm. And you will talk about your teaching experience as well. But I think when you mention community, when I think mm -hmm. your passion for community, the people who were really in your tribe when I was a kid, because you used to drag me to the gym at 5.30, 6 a.m. Yes, because was your aerobics I couldn't class. let you home alone. The, my aerobics class, they you were taught, family. They were family. You tell the story. How many years did you teach aerobics and how did you get in love with fitness like why did you I needed the money and um, being a single parent with you were a newborn mm -hmm. and your sister was almost three I needed a way to relieve stress mm -hmm. and I just went out and I went this to is the also track. before people talked about mental health and oh seeing there, a therapist. no yeah. there was none of that no no therapy um, I went out and I ran and I ran until I physically exhausted myself on the track. And I remember I had two plastic trikes for yeah. you and your sister. And you would just keep going around. And everybody on the track knew you. I would run. I would run up and down I the bleachers. To everybody. Of course, you did talk to everybody. <laughs> right. And I remember um, you and your sister chasing me on your trikes, saying, mm. no more times around, Mom, no more times around. And yeah. I, you know, for probably another 20 laps, I'd say, just one more, yeah. just one more. But that, um, that helped keep me in check. And the opportunity came up to teach a structured fitness class, and I jumped on it because the timing was right. We needed the money. In the morning, but you would get we there. We needed the yeah. money, but I was up at three thirty studying. And then you would drag us. This is I think I would you drag you because I couldn't let you else. alone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So you would take us there. And I have to tell you, I remember specifically the back row. Yeah. Well, the Grove Fitness Center in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. Yes. That, so you worked at a few different places. But I remember like the 6 a.m. class, like when you ended up getting hired by the Grove, a lot of people, you had your cult following. And that yes. was just we want to point out you did that like an hour or two a day. But your full time gig was still in nursing. Absolutely. Yeah. It right. wasn't like you were able to spend a lot of time training people. Oh, there. absolutely not. But no. I think what was amazing, you used to drag us there when we were kids to this fitness class mm -hmm. at 6 a.m. And mm -hmm. 
I would go to the back row. Yes, Not with you the would. people. I don't want to say the back row was slackers, but they always had snacks and stuff. They like always they'd had bring snacks. cupcakes mm-hmm, in and mm-hmm. other stuff. So they were like, it was a social event too. Right. Yes. So I love them, but I was like, I remember when I was a kid, I was like not revolting against fitness, but I think because you dragged me there, I was kind of like, of course. I'm not doing this. And you did revolt because right. you told me when you grew up, you were going to pay somebody to work out for you. <laughs> I said you that? Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. And now look at you. Well, mm-hmm. now the thing is, and I want to be completely transparent. So back in the day when I was a kid, my mom would take us to the gym at 5, 5, 5.15, 5.30 in the morning. She'd teach the class from 6 to 7 and work out. And I was like, this is the worst thing ever to be at a gym, have to roll out of bed and work out. And I want people to know I am my mother now. Yes, I get are. up at five o'clock. I'm at the gym at five thirty to start lifting. I take a class at six. Mm-hmm. Even though now that I have a lot flex more flexibility mm-hmm. in my job, I am literally my mom. Yes. I you were out the door at what, five AM this morning? Yeah. Like that's where I am. Mm-hmm. And of course your sister has her own gym. Yeah, my and sister She's up even she just as early as we are. Yeah. My sister Bridget has her own personal training and like group fitness classes mm-hmm. located on her like like her property where she, she lives. She has a fabulous right. clientele. Yeah. She's absolutely excellent. And yeah. she's a nurse as but well. We are right. literally you. Yes. But back in the, the day when I was a kid, I was like, I am not working out. I'm not doing mm-hmm. this. Why? Because my mom told me. And then mm-hmm. fast forward, you know, where I am today and I, I'm you. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you we, remember when you took uh, karate lessons? I did. Mm-hmm. But I think the interesting thing, people ask me now a lot, do I get nervous public speaking? Did I get nervous on television? And after initially in the beginning, I did. Right. But then after Correct. you do it so long mm-hmm. and you work with the same team and there's mm-hmm. this comfort level and trust, you don't. But the mm-hmm. funny thing is when I took judo, I started at judo at the Johnstown YMCA. Yes. Such a phenomenal program. We had judo in the racquetball courts where they'd put mats down. I was like yes. five and mm-hmm. I became their little like prodigy because they would show me how to throw like left side and nobody did it. But you I competed were... a lot. But yes, tell everybody what happened when we went to these tournaments because this is what's funny you would think like going out in public having to do a judo match or being in front of people like would not phase me but as a kid what happened it was a nightmare it was an i physically had to drag you to the tournament to the tournaments um you loved your instructor and being a single parent i wanted you to have male role models strong male role models and that's why I enrolled you you know first in judo then karate and I know with with every match you had to have a weigh-in you look like you were going to throw up you were but incredibly you had a bucket camp. oftentimes because I think I I, I did I, I always I carried bags <laughs> yeah you did you you did it was a nervous mess um and it was horrible because as a mother I saw you being pinned to the mat uh, really so many times that I can't count. And I you, guess I wasn't that good at and judo. You, and you were saying, I'm never going back. I'm done. I quit. Yeah. And... But you I know, am so grateful you you made me go there because I think the it wasn't values, an option. Not only from the the Johnstown YMCA right where mm-hmm. I got to work with, mm-hmm. I remember Sensei Ron Johns and this guy Mark yes. Brush, who yes. really like you know looked after me. And then I they started did. in Tung Sudo with the Joe Goss Karate School family. Exactly, like right. it kind of helped me keep my like because you were single mom, right? Mm-hmm. I had these male role models who also were like, we're not going to put up with your BS. Exactly, and that helped me exactly. really like. They were, they were just outstanding. Yeah. They, they were all men of integrity. Yeah. And I remember you doing your judo matches when you were five and six. And throwing and, up before I'd get on the mat. And throwing yeah. up and being pinned um, most of the time when you first started. Right. And then all of a sudden things turned around and you won a trophy that was about as, as right. tall as you were. I remember it. Yes. Yeah, I remember exactly what that looked yes. like. Yes. And then things started to turn around where you started um, winning more meets and then you wanted to go and then you had the change where you wanted to go to karate and this was really funny being a nurse um 
you made me practice karate with you. You had a huge blue mat, a huge yeah. blue mat that like, I had the to ones hold. Like football players would hold, exactly. Right? But I had to hold it. Meanwhile, you're um, 91 pounds soaking exactly. wet. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you were kicking and punching that, and I was black and blue. And from all of your karate being thrown, you were black and blue. And that would never fly today because they would think yeah. that somehow we were Something, abusing each other. Right. But we both. Um, had some nice black, blue, and green marks on yeah. us. <laughs> so I think the the cool thing, though, you know, you and I are so close. We do tuck multiple times a day, even before you moved here. Oh, absolutely. And and that's a relationship. And I think there's there's a lot of people out there, but I definitely feel as though, and I've heard this from multiple people, I always feel like gay men are always closer to their moms than anybody else. And I want to talk about that. And I know I didn't address that before you got in here but I think that's something I think other parents and families need to hear like what that conversation was like for us because you know not to get bogged down in my career story but when I left Johnstown I was already working on television I graduated mm -hmm. from the University of Pittsburgh at Johnstown mm -hmm. I had three offers around the country right. this was like the best fit for me coming to Northeastern Pennsylvania for television right. I come here I live my life. I'm still finding myself. At the time, I was like, uh, am I gay? Am I straight? Am I bi? Right? I'm dating women. I'm trying to figure this other stuff out. Mm -hmm. And then probably one of the best things happened to me. I found therapy, which helped mm -hmm. and got me homework. And I'll never forget my first therapist here, uh, Margie Marshall, in this area, who worked with me and gave me homework and accountability because I was struggling with it. And it's so weird because I know so many other kids go through this with their parents you know, like I would talk to you three times a day and I would mm -hmm. tell you everything except that. Right. I would tell you everything that happened in my day and my right. life except the struggle I was facing behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So let's dive into that a little bit. Did you know? Honestly, I had a small inkling. Um, when you know your children, you know. And I never wanted to have that crucial conversation with you either. Um, I was afraid. Afraid of what? Afraid that you were gay. Um, and that was because of my past, living in a very, very small community, teaching Sunday school, adhering to biblical principles, and just having this intuition that this was going on with you and even though we talked so many times during the day, mm -hmm. um, and I will honestly say, I don't know if gay men and their mothers have closer relationships because I'll honestly say, and you know this, I have the same relationship with your sister, right, right. you know, where we all have group text in the morning. Um, when you did have, when you summed up the courage. When I came out. Yes. To tell me, um, I remember it like yesterday. It was like 2008, 2009. I had just moved to the Bradenton area to work, and I was devastated. I was absolutely devastated. And that was my problem because I believed that I had failed you. Where did I go wrong? I was a single woman my whole life. Mm -hmm. You didn't have, I did the best I could with what I had to get you those role models. And they were phenomenal, you know, karate, judo, um, church. 
but they just weren't enough. And I felt that you're going to live a very challenging life and it's my fault. Where did I go wrong? And of course, being in healthcare and understanding pathophysiology, I knew that this isn't a choice. This is not a choice mm -hmm. that women and men make. In lay terms, this is the way some human beings are wired. Mm -hmm. And I struggled with myself and became much more self-aware of my issues where being a Christian does not mean judging others and being upset that others may judge me. It means that we are open and loving and accepting of every single human being on this earth. And I was so, we, you know, as a parent, you would give your life for your child. And I didn't want you to have any more struggles. And then I will honestly say, when you confided in me, um, we became even closer. And how could that have even been possible because we were so close right. before? And I want to point out, it wasn't like overnight. It was like, hey, I'm talking to somebody now and I want you to meet this guy. No, it, it took no, a lot of time. it was a process. Yeah. And that's what really um, helped me as well as your sister. And your sister was incredibly supportive yeah. because um, I will honestly say Matt is such a man of integrity. My partner, Matt, of nine years, right? Yes, I mean, I absolutely, I loved him from hello. Sometimes you gotta kiss a lot of frogs to find the prince. But I'll tell you, he is, he is, <laughs> he is the prince. He is the prince. And I am just um, blessed that, you know, that I have a son and you're so happy in your relationship. Yeah. I have a daughter and she's solid in her relationship. And that's what a mother or any parent wants for their, their child. And it's all about relationships. Careers are wonderful, but careers come and go. Mm -hmm. Relationships are solid. Yeah, I think, you know, what was so hard, and I look back now, I was so scared, even though we talked multiple times a day, to just mm -hmm. come out, come out, right? And I addressed this with, mm -hmm. you know, Margie, my first therapist I had in Northeastern Pennsylvania. And I remember I, I was so scared to tell you but I also knew when you worked in healthcare you had a gay friends that you would go to football games with exactly and I'm thinking like and I love them I to pieces her? but I thought exactly. it was going to be different because it was me and mm -hmm. I thought the reaction was going to be different mm -hmm. because it was me and mm -hmm. and and I know obviously you know I just think the thing is I, I couldn't believe how long I waited and after it wasn't like overnight you and I were like, everything's great. Let's. Oh, absolutely. It was a right? process. It was, it was a, a process. process. But and it was coming to terms with ourselves. Mm -hmm. With ourselves. What would you say to other parents? I mean, have other people I ever talked to you about that? I was just going to say that. I mean, after I came yes. out, though, has anyone confided in you, other family, friends? Absolutely. You know so many people. Absolutely. And what, what were those and, conversations? And what even, did you tell them? And even um, very recently, and it was um, at the gym. And it was like, how did you know? Did you know? How did you deal with it? And, you know, life is all about Because full disclosure, others. not everyone that I'm blood related to accepted that out of the game. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Um, but again, it just goes back to doing the right thing. Life is tough enough. Mm -hmm. Life is full of conflicts. 
every single moment of our life. Um, and again, that's, that's what sustains us, is relationships with each other. And, and I knew that you were going to have so many struggles, and you still are with everything. I mean, everyone does. And I just wanted to accept you the way that you have accepted me, the way your sister has accepted me, where, um, you know, you never, ever said a derogatory word about, well, I wish I had the white picket fence with the typical family where, you know, it was tough, like you said. There, there was always food on the table, um, but it was never a three-course meal. It was, like, I literally want people to know, like, Fruit Loops and tuna fish sometimes Ex was Exactly, and, and I many times, that, I like, mean, peanut butter and jelly in the car, we changed in the car, but it yeah. was all about the quality of time. Mm -hmm. It was all about the quality of time. So, you know, a big, really a thank you to you and your sister because you helped me become the woman that I am. And failure was never an option for any of us. And I think, like you said, for other parents, because so many kids struggle to talk to the people they live with about uh, absolutely. what they're going through. And, you know, be careful with the two and three jobs. Be careful with the yeah. overtime because you never get that time back in your life. Um, I sacrificed sleep for a very, very long period of time. And that was a huge mistake because it took a very, very significant toll on my health. And one night, um, I couldn't remember where I was. You got home at midnight because you were going to college at UPJ. You were, um, or no, you were actually still in high school and you were working. And I couldn't go to sleep until you came home, of course. So I heard your radio booming um you know pulling into the driveway it was probably missy elliott's hoopa doopa probably flight. yes <laughs> that was yes. my jam all the time back in the day <laughs> it, exactly yeah. so you know i would go to sleep after i knew you were in the door and then i was up so early studying that after probably a few years of that i got up i didn't know i knew i was in my bedroom and i knew i was going to the ladies room but i couldn't find the door and i walked into a wall Thought I broke my nose. The side of my face was pretty black and blue. Um, because of sleep deprivation. Because of sleep deprivation. That's a serious and, thing. And, you know, as parents, don't neglect yourself. You know, we're that, sometimes that extra job and that overtime just isn't worth it. You know, don't worry about the bigger house and the bigger car. You know, it's okay to eat tuna fish and Fruit Loops mm -hmm. and grilled cheese for a long period of time, just so you have that quality of life with your family. Yeah, and I think, one, I had to address, obviously, the coming out story, and, and now it's like, you know, from years ago, it takes time, and I think that's the big thing I want parents to know, so if your kids have these conversations, they're scared to tell you, and it's about showing up and being supportive, but I think, like you said, you learned so much about yourself after this happened. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, as parents, be open and be very slow to criticize. Um, one thing I learned that I would love to share with every parent is that children will not always do as you say, okay, um, but they will do as you do. So be careful with your walk. I mean, look at me now, up at 5.30, 6 a.m., working, hustling, trying mm -hmm. to be better at saving and investing money like you taught me. Yes. Because I was terrible. You know, I used to just YOLO. 
spend I, my money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you helped me dial that in. I guess the one thing, because I mean, we could have an hours and hours of chatting here, right? Mm -hmm. But we got to keep it to time so nobody falls asleep at the wheel if they're listening right, to exactly. this or just tunes out. What was your reaction when I said, you know, I've been doing this television job for 21 years in news. Uh, I'm going to quit and I'm going to start my own <laughs> company. Because at the time, right, when I decided to quit my gig mm -hmm. in uh, 2000, yeah, it was mm -hmm. 2022. Mm -hmm. Now mm -hmm. it's like time is passing. It's insane. Exactly. And I felt like I was really at the top of my game, right? Mm -hmm. Income level was there. Great mm -hmm. contract. And you were. Love right. the people I worked with. What right. did you think when I called? Because I know there's people out there, too, who might have kids who are working all sorts of different jobs. Right. And they might just call one day and be like, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. What was your reaction when I initially said to you, I am not re-signing another that was another That was another mini stroke for me. Um, <laughs> because your job was security. You, mm -hmm. you love the people you work with. Um, you, were, you learned so much. But I also understood your passion for growth, your passion for um, helping others succeed. That's the mark of a leader is when you help others grow and I, I saw that in you now remember the parent in me I wanted to pull you back and say you have a steady income you've got I've great benefits yeah. don't mess it up and then again that was coming from my lifestyle because I had I was a single mom I had children okay you never lived the life that I did you didn't know what I went through, you were very blessed and successful from the start. And Although was, you did work, right. I mean, you did work from the time you were, what, 14? I think 12 was my first job. Maybe 12. The golf caddy job, the only one I ever kind of got canned from because I ate too much on the ninth you hole. You did eat too much too on the ninth snacks, hole, but Because you okay. never bought, like, junk food, so the golfers would buy exactly. junk food, and I would right. order a buffet and slow down everybody, and they're like, right. we don't think you're the right. best fit to be a golf mm -hmm. caddy. Mm -hmm. But I think the thing is, like, after I told you this, um, it was kind of like you knew because I think you were there because you worked as a bedside nurse for years, a wound care specialist, then got your master's and at the University of Pittsburgh. Climbing, kept then climbing you, the ladder because that's what I wanted to do and that's what worked for me right. because I thought that by um, and I think I saw that though you in a way because I others. said she you know she left quote unquote bedside nursing but she's leveling up her career you you had no problem like you would move right when you found a better offer from Bradenton Florida to West Palm Beach um, right and then exactly you, and then you said okay I think I'm good with this I want to go into teaching now and exactly how old were you when you got your doctorate this is what I think not only inspired me, but I think will inspire others who I always hear from people, I'm too old to go back to school. I want to say I was 52. That's when you started the journey to get your doctorate in yes. nursing, right? Yes. Yes. And again, um, I always say, if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. Yeah. It was, it was quite a challenge. And again, children won't do what you do. Children won't do as you say, they'll do as you do. And right. I'm just so pleased that, you know, you and your sister basically followed in my footsteps she has her education um but that's what really inspired me remember i i think you and i we were like a fun competitive like you got your doctorate i'm like wait a minute she has her doctorate. oh listen doctorate, we're right? all about competition <laughs> and we do everything for time yeah we do everything yeah. for time i can empty that dishwasher yeah. in 1.5 yeah. you know time yeah. me right timing right mm -hmm. no but then you know i got my doctorate um, from Marywood University. It finished in 2022 and just knocked it mm -hmm. out. And I think for me, it was inspiring to have somebody like you ahead of me because I was like, wow, at least I'm not raising two kids and driving like two hours to school every day. 
mm-hmm. you know? Right. So. Right. And I, um, I supported you. I understood you. And I knew that you needed to grow. And, you know, and Changing I encourage careers, right? anybody to take that risk, take a calculated risk, write it down on paper, advantages and disadvantages. Mm-hmm. And I know you did that time and time again. Yeah. And it was a calculated risk. It was a very, and it's a very successful risk. Um, and listen to your intuition. That's what I talked for probably a year and a half about moving back to Northeastern PA. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't ready to do it. And then my intuition spoke to me and said, now's the time, just like yours did. Now's mm-hmm. the time to launch my business and help others grow. And as adults, we need challenges. We need to take risk. That's how you grow. Yeah. How am I doing, though? I think we're, we're doing okay, Ma. I haven't had to ask you for any money yet, so we're, <laughs> I think we're good. And thank you, because yeah. I haven't had my suitcases thrown outside yet yeah. either. So Yeah, so of course you're going to be moving into your own place in June, but I have to say, having you as our roommate, I mean, we could keep going, but I wanted to kind of keep this to time. Is there any final thoughts you want to share? I mean, just to have you, and I think the thing is relationships with everybody evolve, but especially the ones with your children. Mm-hmm. And even though now I've known you for my entire life, I consistently learn stuff about you. I see different quirks you have like at night when you like to certain ways you like to eat your ice cream or food and I think the other thing is like looking Mm -hmm. at because people always ask when I post pictures like what's your mom's secret does she just eat celery all day and I was like this woman could eat you under the table exactly but fitness Mm -hmm. is such your passion and while you're not running 10 miles a day like you did when you were 40 right because I have two total hip replacements yeah you are walking at least how many miles a day with your dog now? With between f- between four and five. Um, but you're and lifting, I get up early. Strength training. Absolutely, and, and I recommend that for everyone because it's not only healthy physically, it's healthy mm-hmm. emotionally. Yeah. Because when you feel stronger, you feel more in control of your life, as opposed to being out of control in our chaotic world. Yeah. Fitness is for everyone should be a way of life and i think what i'm so excited about is we're around mother's day as we have this chat is to have you closer to me i think when after you finally pulled the trigger it's like okay i'm moving up there i was like (laughs) what did i do right like but it's been like having you even just living with us for a bit you're so busy right you're i'm incredibly busy and i'm like where's the time right but i'm up at like and and I think five thirty working. You know, yeah. Matt, my partner Matt and I, we recently went on a little like shopping trip with you because a lot of your stuff is still packed in storage, and you just needed some new mm-hmm. business clothes for some meetings and other projects you're working on. Mm-hmm. And I said to Matt, I said this was like the most fun I think I've had in forty years of my life ever shopping with my mom. You were like a little Polly Pocket. Yeah. We just took you out and we were like, Mom, go try this. And on. I will and honestly say, I, I, w- I wouldn't have bought anything had it not been for you and Matt. Yeah, saying you're buying that. Your yeah. clothes are old. Yeah. they're outdated and you don't even have clothes but i just think mm-hmm. like what great and it was fun it was fun i have a head you have a head and even like our sister right because we're all like closer now mm-hmm. but to have you literally in my backyard 12 minutes away when you move into your new place like, i love it I, I love it and you know when i say to myself why did i wait so long but again timing is everything yeah. just as you launching your own company um is everybody taking calculated risk Timing is everything. So I believe that God spoke to me and I made the right choice at the right time. And I am having 
even more of a zest for life every every single day. And what moment. I love about having you here, especially in my new job, is because you are obviously you're very health conscious. You eat nonstop, but you buy a lot of great quality foods to not have to cut up the fruits and vegetables. Yes, and it's to, all you want to tell America that I'm packing your lunches again? <laughs> like literally, it's been amazing. Where I'm like, wow. I'm like, what am I going to do when Ryan, she moves that's, out? Right, Ryan. That's your Tupperware, Matt. That's your Tupperware. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, but I love it. I absolutely love it. And I'm going to be doing the same thing when I, you know, when I move. And I think the coolest thing and the thing that inspires me about you is if you're comfortable, share your age. Oh, I'm 65. You're 65 years I'm old. I'm going to be 66 in September. You I'm, just, you're you, getting older, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah. You could totally like hang it up, retire, because you've been so smart with investing. But I love like you're, oh, no. you're starting to work on other new projects with different companies. And yes. I'm like... Dang. Yes. I was like, my mom, my mom's literally going to be work. She's going to be working, hustling, mm -hmm. not full time. That fits your life. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'll probably be working full time hours again. Just, um, <laughs> so you know, like just at different jobs. Yeah, right. exactly. But it keeps me um, academically strong. And I feel that, you know, as a human being, it feels good um, to give back to others, mm -hmm. to to help others. And that's what I feel my roles are now, my my various, if you want to call them jobs. Um, I feel like I am helping others grow and develop. I am still teaching graduate level courses. I feel like I'm adding value to those students. Um, and in my other two jobs, I feel like I'm adding value to the companies and to to people and helping them live more productive meaningful lives and i think you said about growing other people i still feel like you're growing my sister and i every day when we talk to you i i love that and i'm so glad you did this i know it was a lot because you're like what are you gonna ask me I'm like let's just talk about it on the couch and on the podcast mm -hmm. but i think the stories you shared from your heart about you know my coming out story quitting a career after 21 years and switching years completely right yeah. i hope it inspires that was, that and informs huge. other people yes absolutely and then again that's what you're trying to do you are trying to add value yeah. you are adding value to other people and that's that's what we're meant to do in life i just love you so much Love you too. And your a button. I just love her. <laughs> love her. And I think back to times in high school when we sometimes I felt like we we're going to strangle each other. Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. And now a lot it's of like, times. A know, lot of times. And now talking to my mom, especially seeing you like in the morning, right? Until you're, until you're living on your own again and not mooching, on off, <laughs> mooching off of us. Um, it's you been have amazing. to work hard so I don't have to. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. been amazing. Like, For the first time in my life, I'm a kept woman. <laughs> With Which you I'm okay Matt. with because yeah. I look back mm -hmm. at the life that we had and what you did and the sacrifices and especially, like you said, no sleep and going to bed at midnight and getting up at 3 a.m. to study for school, to grow your career, to grow the family. Like, And again, you don't think about it at the time. You just keep your yeah. head down. You take one step at a time and you do what needs to be done. I love you so much and I'm so glad you were here today. Love you Seriously. more. Love you stop, more. Stop I, love my, I love my kids. The only thing you I hate when I family. do is when I touch your hair. Don't touch my hair. <laughs> my mom, yes. everybody. Debbie yes. in the house. I yes. love you. Thanks so much. Yes. See you later.